Hello and welcome to episode 20 of After the Whistle. It's kind of like a milestone. The episode big 20. As always, I'm here with Donald. What's up, fam? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. It's been good. It's been uh, good just, just the two <laughs> of us today, huh? Yeah, you know, most... Moose has ditched his boys, but hey. I mean, it's not even just Moose. Like, the entire studio is empty as hell. What have they all got, man? I feel like. I mean, today is the day of the day party. Uh, They came over on Anati's last week, episode three, so do check them out. So I guess everybody is there to, you know. Yeah, I feel like there's some conspiracy going on, you know, within our studios from like everybody's just decided. Where the two schmucks who decided to stay (laughs) in and come record. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, but I mean, we did show up and we do have a solid yeah, episode lined yeah, up for you yeah. today. Dominate the conversation. Dominate fam. the conversation. We're here to do just that. Loving that <laughs> mindset, cuz. Same way we Okay, so if you haven't already, go back and check out episode 17 where we had Gene come in and we talked about the best sports icon movie to get made. We discussed why we didn't have one and who would be the best person to, you know, make a sports biopic of. In our last episode, we also had the guys from Antrix as well as the guys from Netcon come in to talk about esports in Ghana. So that was Mm -hmm. a pretty huge deal. Uh, We'll have some more about their conferences coming up later this month. So jumping right into episode 20. Football, it's this Sunday, right? It's upon us. I'm so surprised. from Like, I woke up um, well, yesterday and I was thinking my goodness like once the community shield starts you know that I mean League 1 began last night I, I know mean, you guys it. are going to get to yeah, this episode yeah. later but yeah League 1 began last night which was incredible like I was I didn't like I wasn't even that aware that you know League 1 it was just, happening it yeah. really did creep up on us because exactly. there's been a whole lot exactly. going on during lot. you know the when the summer period. began I was like yeah the summer is going to be a long one like when is the football season going to start it was again? a blink and miss a moment exactly. definitely but you know it's been great so okay, so let's let's talk some cup, some some upcoming cup competitions, and we dive right into the transfer season because yeah. there's been a whole lot to digest and some really really high. So peaks. much, man. So, so much. much, man. Fantasy transfer season, right? I know, right? <laughs> it's been it's been okay. blowing, so. so cup competitions. Uh, we have United playing Real Madrid, and then we have uh, Chelsea and Arsenal, right? Yeah, Chelsea and Arsenal reason. playing a community shield. Uh, t- you know, tomorrow, based on you know when we are recording this predictions. But, <sighs> Honestly, I, I'm, th- I'm going to go for a Chelsea win because I think I don't that, think that's so shocking, cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for a Chelsea win because I feel like between the two teams, they are the more assured. Like they are the one, the the more the it's a known quantity yes, minus cost. Know, I really, yeah. Like I look at Arsenal and I'm not sure what to really expect this season. They have improved the squad. If Adel Lacazette and Kolasinac, whom I've watched and I'm impressed by so far, but they still have to come and yes, play. But yeah. then I feel like you know, I, I I'm still not sure what Arsenal. Are really going to bring to this game? You understand me? With Chelsea, look, their preseason wasn't excellent, but I feel like you know they are still the solid Chelsea team that you know we definitely expect to see you know during this game. Yeah, I definitely agree, and I also feel like I mean comparing squads, yeah. the Chelsea team seems, yeah, seems yeah. much more settled. Exactly. And when you look at the managers, I rather I feel like I feel more confident back, back in Conte exactly. in a one-off tie, yeah, yeah. win it all, That's than true. I would Wenger. That's true. That's true. And you know something? I honestly, I've, like I've watched a few of Chelsea's games in preseason. Yeah. And I feel like William really looked good. Like William really looked good in preseason. Like I wonder if he's going to get more starts and you know opportunities. This I mean, season. Hazard is going to be out for a while, yeah, so yeah, he's like, definitely William going to have a chance really to stick an opportunity. And I feel like there's an interesting dynamic that's about to you know take place at Chelsea, and that's going to be between Batshuayi and Morata. I feel like Batshuayi is beginning to step up in a way that, you know, 
is interesting and that will put pressure, more pressure on Morata. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Morata is expected to be the starter, right? The amount of money paid. Exactly. But start. then I feel, I think Conte says something to the effect that that may not necessarily be guaranteed. Every manager says exactly. that. Exactly. Yes, yes, but yes. But Troy is going to make it a difficult decision. I mean, it's I still going like. to be, uh, what's his name? Morata's position to lose. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to flunk terribly. So yeah. I guess we're all going to zero Chelsea. As uh, a, I didn't we are both in favor. <laughs> both in favor of Chelsea, yeah. yeah, yeah so that's yeah, a yeah. unanimous decision yeah, No, today. I'll probably go 3-1, to be honest. Yeah, I don't see Chelsea conceded, to be yeah, honest. Okay. We'll see. Um, so moving on to the next cup tie. Uh, United versus Real. And the Super Cup. That's going to be a huge one. Gladbach and Jose stopped their word, the Real Madrid assault. Oh, I, I wouldn't say... It's, I, I don't think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think it's going to be... Madrid will definitely be confident. will be the more confident team going into the tie because, come on, European champions. I mean, I think it's better to see they are the superior side. Yeah, they are the superior side, definitely. You know, they'll be buzzing. They'll be coming Historic or double retention exactly, of the Champions exactly. League trophy yes, as well. Yes. For United, it will be a way of showing that, you know what, we are ready for this season. The, and the sleepy giant exactly, we awakened yes, from its slumber. And then, you know, beating Real Madrid is going to be like, it's going to be huge. I mean, it's going to be a huge boost in Signal, confidence yeah. for the team. You understand me? And I feel like this season, there's a lot of players within the United camp that have a lot to prove. You know, the new signings and then some of, you know, a lot of our, you know, the old signings, the old signings as well. And, and players have players moved on. So there. suddenly excuses like, such as Rooney's playing can no longer be justified because yes, yes, that whole yes, weight is yes, off the, yes, t- the team. More people have to take responsibility in the upcoming season. So it's going to be an interesting game for sure. So what are you going with? Hmm. 90 minutes draw the penalty shootouts. <laughs> nah, I'm going to go for United win 2 1. Oh damn, man! Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna play it logically and yeah. say it's going to be a Madrid win. Okay. I mean, I can see United putting up a fight. Yeah, I could see yeah. them probably holding Madrid to yeah. probably 60th minutes or something mm-hmm. like that, or equalizing. Mm-hmm. But I think Madrid does have way too much of the firepower okay. in terms of the midfield offense and also just how they control their game. Yeah. They are much better unit than United coming in. Mm-hmm. Maybe under a season under Jose, if this tie was played again. Mm-hmm. I might sway towards a United win. But for right now, I think it's Madrid's game to yeah, lose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely... I, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. We'll see who... We'll see who... We'll see who won this... We'll see who comes out on top This fam. prediction. Yeah. Okay, so jumping into the transfer season, which has just been all kinds of fantastic. I mean, from the boost of sports that we cover heavily on ATW, basketball to football, it's just been amazing the number of moves... The fantasy moves that yeah, like you said, fantasy is the best way to describe like it. You, you could know, even moves that wildest dreams scenarios <laughs> I know, right, right here. Yeah, I mean, I was telling you that this is the kind of transfer activity that we all do on FIFA, and you know, it's like, oh yeah, I mean, this is not going to really happen in yep. real life. And then you, you enjoy, again, yeah. right? These are, these are video game transactions, yeah, right? Yeah, like, come on, man. This is like, I mean, well, who really saw it coming? You know, Kyrie asking to leave the Cavs. Yep. And, um, you know, and I guess mm-hmm. everyone knew that Paul George was going to go somewhere, but, but still, OKC yeah. was an odd choice. Yeah. What yeah. do you pick that You know coming? what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, it just spices things up, makes things really interesting, you know. But then, um, and then in terms of, and then, you know, and then we get this huge shocker, Neymar, you know, like, just started off as it. I mean, when, it started, yeah, when the rumor began, I was like, oh, man, this one just happen. them rumors, you know what I'm saying? And today we sit Go, here. Standardgo.com stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we sit here. Oh, yeah, they did throw back their speculation from last year or so. I mean, a broken <laughs> clock is right. I know, right? What, twice a day? <laughs> they did throw that back, but yeah. And then now we sit here. 
Neymar is a PSG player. It's incredible. It's, it's it's one of it's definitely one of the biggest transfers in you know football history so far. Yeah, and definitely. I think one one really interesting thing about the transfers as well, referring back to the NBA and speaking to football, is yeah. that all these roster changes have suddenly made the entire landscape competition-wise so much more exactly. interesting. Exactly. On the Cavs, you have two former MVPs. Yes, Derrick Rose is broken, but now yeah. Warriors have MVPs. So do the cows. Paul yeah. George has moved. I mean, the balance is shifted towards the West, but then you have all Celtics have Hayward. Suddenly, there's much more to pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. you have the Grizzlies coming up, like because Butler went over there as well. It's just, yeah. it's and, just fascinating to I watch, mean, and it's the same for football as well. Yeah, same for football as well. And speaking of, you know, the same for football, like two players are probably two of the big names are probably moving for similar reasons. Kyrie. Is, is looking to leave the cars probably because he wants to step out of someone's shadow. Gary is trying to be a neighbor. Exactly. <laughs> Neymar is also doing the same thing. You understand? So it's it's a very, very interesting, you know, um, there, are, there are a couple of interesting stories and it's incredible to see how it unfolds, you know, as the season goes on. It will be incredible to see. Definitely, definitely. I had, I had a bit of a brain fire early on. I remember Butler went to the Timberwolves, not the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. If, if Moose was here, he'll give me a test to correct that. Yeah. But I mean, with Neymar moving, the PSG suddenly now looks like a legit Champions League exactly. contender. And the league, league L suddenly looks like a place to be in terms of competition. Yes, yeah. Barcelona is weakened, so it kind of makes the well, La Liga a bit more open. Yeah, because people are, you know, making jokes and saying, okay, so right now, what is it? MS what? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm so, saying? People are mentioning um, Delafel, Monier, Oku, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But, but definitely Neymar moving to PSG has made PSG really interesting. Like, I mean, if they weren't already before, like, it has made them a very interesting prospect in the Champions League. Much more of a legit one. Exactly. And this is why such moves are important. <coughs> yes, PSG had money. Yes, mm-hmm. we were splashing around. But kind of, it's kind of like when City first started splashing the cash. They got in Joe. They got in Robinho. Yeah. They got in Sean Wright Phillips. It was like, they're just splashing money. And then they got Aguero. And then they got Yaya. And then suddenly, yeah, they suddenly began to look serious. Change, yeah. And they started competing. Yeah. They started yeah, the winning. Conversation, you you know, have to pay attention the to them now. Because yeah. they actually do have a solid team. Which is That's what true. PSG does have with Neymar. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think this leads us straight into our main topic, which is expectations of expectation mainly for the football leagues in the upcoming season. Yeah. Are we just going to go with uh, first the league, then the individual teams, teams yeah. stroke managers, and then individual players? Yeah, so we're just going to be us sharing our thoughts and just giving general discussions and all of that. <clears throat> sounds good. Sounds good. Exciting. So let's start with the big, the big one, which is the Neymar transfer. Charlie, there's nowhere else to start from. Impact. <laughs> I mean, impact on Liga. Yeah. Does this make them a legitimate league now? Mm, legitimate league in what sense? Like when people talk leagues, they talk about Premier League, La Liga, then they talk about the German league, honestly, then the Italian. Yeah. Are yeah. they now in the top four or are they now firm five? Honestly, Neymar is a huge transfer, but I think it's still going to take more than Neymar to make League One like Especially just yeah, one team. I mean it's just one team. It's not like it's spread across. Like Lyon are getting a huge player or Marseille are getting, uh, you know, another superstar of either equal quality or, like, you know... Comparable, yeah. yeah, yeah. comparable, you understand me? It's just one one club. And a lot. you'll find a lot of people saying that, come on, like, League One is pretty much done as far as PSG are concerned. You should be walking that league at this point. <laughs> exactly. And for them, the main thing is the UEFA Champions League and the player, the player's individual, you know, um, targets. 
those are the two which has things. to be Champions exactly, League exactly which has to be Champions League and then the Ballon d'Or as well like as for him in terms of stepping out of and the team is set up to help him <clears throat> achieve just that exactly I feel like League One is pretty and don't forget last season PSG's main challengers were Monaco and I mean let's be real the team is being the team is being torn apart <laughs> it's been decimated exactly. it's now a city light yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I looked at their first 11 last night and it was I mean it wasn't like it wasn't so bad but def- you could definitely see and the I difference mean, football is unforgiven in that lightning had hardly st- like strikes twice <laughs> exactly it's not like you're going to find a, a, a raring to go group of youngsters who are just going to yeah. dominate the yeah. game and yeah. take yeah. take yeah. to it just like the guys you've yeah. sold so yeah. it's going to be a bit of a drop off when it comes exactly. to their performance now, this season what's especially worrying is the fact that it's not over like the, it's not over people could <laughs> still yet leave from that team I had AC Milan are trying to get Falcao from Monaco interesting and he might be looking at the projects going on there I mean we'll get to them but yeah. he'll be looking at the project going on at AC Milan and look at the direction Monaco is going in and feel, is you know yeah, trend. I might as well dip out now yep, yep. and then join that exciting project that you know might might happen so yeah okay sure. I mean might as well hop on to Syria since you mentioned <laughs> the Falcao AC Milan connection yeah I mean you know, there's nowhere else to start also when you go and you go to Syria like Milan are different like the San Siro was full in their last game in the Europa League qualification the San Siro was full and the San Siro hasn't been full in like I don't like to be fair the last few years to because be fair, the, the last couple of yeah. times Milan had played in Europe whenever the mm-hmm. team sheet comes up most people who don't pay attention actively to exactly. Syria just go like wait who is on their roster it just seemed exactly. like a weird mishmash and, of players but now they seem to have a very solid 11 and exactly. they spent wisely yeah they have because when you look at um, um, they, they were playing against uh, you know very I mean no offense to them but very inferior position yep. and the, the, the stadium was full like you could tell that there's a fan base that are excited and they ready just for the season, the season you understand? because they were particularly mad over the last few seasons that where the direction that the club was rightfully so and they decided to you know a lot of them decided to just step away for you know for their reasons and now Milan is exciting again you know I've watched a few of their games they look like you know a young a young team that's slowly gelling figuring it out figuring it out and things are going to happen you understand if they get a really you know top class striker I mean, Andre Silva is a, is, a, is a good young player. But they need that figurehead. But if they head. get that, yes, if they get that really, you know, top and you class mentioned Falcao. I think Costa has also been mentioned Costa as well. Costa mentioned Belotti is going to be massive. It's going to be massive. And I'm happy they're in Europe at least. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So, I mean, in terms of league overview, are we seeing Juve walk in this or it's going to be a fight? And, you know, yeah, speaking about Juve, like, it was really huge in terms of them getting Bonucci. Like, that was massive. That was interesting. Yeah, that, that was that was also another huge transfer. Like yeah, straight story, up the to be summer. captain as yeah. well. Yeah, that, and yeah, I mean, you could tell that Milan are really ready for business. And honestly, I feel like them taking Bonucci doesn't necessarily weaken Juventus all yeah. the way, but it's definitely a significant coup. So they're definitely going to make some noise, but yeah. it's still Juventus yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, to lose. They're going to make some noise, but you know, uh, you know, there's still challenges like legitimate challenges in the in Serie this season. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Moving on to you know Spain, mm. where Neymar's transfer has significantly weakened Barcelona. On one so hand, they have 200, <laughs> 200 mil to spend. <laughs> and everybody knows and that. And everybody knows that. On yeah. the other hand, Madrid, the Madrid team that won, is just looking much more solid and rampant. And if Barca doesn't figure it out with their new coach and get the replacement soon enough, you just kind of see the league right away from them. 
And whatever replacement that they intend to get, they will probably be looking to get it as soon as possible. They should have gotten, they should have lined up a replacement once it became <laughs> know, apparent right? that Neymar was right. leaving. I mean, last night there were rumors that, you know, um, they were in, you know, discussions to get Mus- um, Dembele, Usman Dembele from Dortmund, uh, you know, a few, but I don't know. I mean, it could then, well be speculation, hazard and things like that. The names that keep cropping up at least. I mean, I've seen the hazard, but Dembele, Dembele, Diba, and uh, Coutinho yeah. for some reason. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But up. then Coutinho looks like, a, I don't know, well, it's still early days, but it could be a dead end. And I really don't get that Coutinho link, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, fantastic player. I mean, Coutinho's player, a special player, though. But yes, yes but I mean, in terms I don't of think consistency. He's a direct replacement. I don't think he But in terms is. of the consistency, that Barca would need on that side to go competent. Mm-hmm. Coutinho has moments where he truly shines, but then he has games as well that it's just like so frustrating to watch him. Mm-hmm. He has those spells. Yeah, that's why for me, I don't see him as a direct replacement, but I see him as a good addition to the Barca team, but I don't see him as a direct replacement for Neymar. I mean, I, because the, Neymar is def, already a difficult player to replace. And the price that Liverpool is sending up for Coutinho, yeah. I'll just look elsewhere. <laughs> So, I mean, league overview. Mm-hmm. Are we looking at Real Madrid <clears throat> as title favorites coming Barca in? Are still good. Yeah, I, I would say that Real Madrid are title favorites, yeah. to be honest. I would say that they are title favorites. But Barca are still... I mean, Barca, I mean, with, with yeah. Messi and Suarez alone. Come on, yeah. They can still mm-hmm. score. They can still score many, many goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just that we have no idea who the replacement is. And to be honest, Neymar is that special a talent that there really isn't a yeah, direct I mean, yeah. replacement. And given that Mbappe is the next high-profile young talent and he seems to be angling towards Real, their direct rivals, just kind of... It's funny that we didn't even mention the fact that Mbappe was looking to leave Monaco as well. But yeah, yes, I yeah. mean, Mbappe, wow, if... I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen with that. You know, I don't know. The, those rumors about him asking to leave, well, interesting, but we'll see. I mean, Suddenly, after Neymar, everybody pays more attention to all these, the, yeah, all yeah, these yeah, noises. Yeah. He might well leave, though. Now. He might well leave. He might well <laughs> leave, but yeah. Um, as for La Liga, I definitely do think that Real Madrid are favorites to our favorites this season. Barca is still a force to reckon with. Atletico Madrid will still be in and around the same, same positions that they are. They normally are in. I don't think that they are going to, you know, challenge for the title per se. They'll give a good, they'll give a good, a good challenge, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that they are title contenders. Awesome, awesome. So let's go to the big, the big boy, the one spending all the cash. Yeah, of course, of course. Can we even name a? Can we even name title favorites? Because I mean, on one hand, Chelsea won last season, but as Conte himself has alluded to in his spat with Jose. They kind of have Champions League coming up. Their squad, when you look at the Chelsea team critically, is a bit is a bit light on bodies. Yeah, I mean, if you definitely look at them, if you look at if you definitely Chelsea are not going to have an easy ride this this season. You understand me? And last season, credit to them, they they were very good. You can only win have, the games yes, that you yeah, are playing. You can only, and they did that. You know, yeah, exactly. You can only win the games that are in front of you. But they 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 did their you know they did their job. But to be fair. The, the arrivals also shot themselves in the foot. You understand one way or another. The arrivals had um, significant problems, and um, even I mean Spurs did give them a good challenge, but Chelsea were you know, they had a lot going for them. You know they had a lot going for them, and this season is going to be is going to be more interesting. The arrivals have strengthened and significantly, and, you know, definitely, it's not, it's not good, and they're in, they're in the Champions League now, they're playing European football, so, it's not going to be a, you know, it's not going to be an easy ride, 
Definitely. Uh, and one of the teams that is more interesting to look at now is going to be Pep's Retool City side. In terms of all their glaring weaknesses coming in was definitely their defense. He has spent significant amounts of money trying to show that up. Again. Again. But, I mean, <laughs> he spent money so new players, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's boasted their midfield options. And their front line still looks at, as fearsome as ever. Fearsome. So huh. now the question is, will the city side, do you think they have a better shot? I, yeah. Because we need, we need to get, we need to make a quick pick as to who we think are the yeah, early yeah, favorites. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page as you in terms of, uh, the difficulty picking one, like, an outstanding team. team yeah. But city are going to be really good this season. Like, they are significantly improved. The period where, Pep's team, City looked good that season before they had their weird drop-off where they were just leaking goals. It was just phenomenal because they were just scoring up six, That's the four, thing. five. That's like, the thing. Look, three. when City are firing on all cylinders, they are going to be crazy. And they've added Bernardo Silva to the mix. I mean, come on. That's just, that's going to be lethal in terms of creating goals. Gundogan is here to come as well. Yeah, we hardly saw they him because of They are going to be a huge creative force. Silva sh- has shaved off his head, which means trouble. But <laughs> <laughs> the reverse something. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, which means trouble. But listen, like City, and this, I, I feel it's good that they kept it out to it, to be honest. I feel like it's good. Like, he's a good player to have in their squad, like, as well. You know, City City have a good squad. Well, around the Sunny is a really good young player who is only going to get better. Well, yeah. Exactly. I mean, Jesus, shocking miss in preseason, but still a quality player. <laughs> but still a quality player. And, um, yeah, Aguero is always world class. We all know that. Bernardo Silva is going to be great. Sterling, yeah, he's going to be good. Um, their defense, I mean, we'll see. They have got really good fullbacks. Walker and Mendy are really good fullbacks. And center back is good that company is back, but we, I think we still have to wait and see if he's going to be the same company that we know. John I think Stones, he definitely does have to be yeah. on. I guess NBA minute restrictions. Yeah. They have to really decide which games they play him in because he just seems to almost always pick up a knock and they just need to pace his game. And yeah. That's just it. Yeah. I mean, John Stones, there's still question marks about Stones, to still be honest. Young, still young. Yeah, he's still young, still learning. Defenders get better with but age. But then, at what point do we, do we think that, you know, he should start? Because we've been saying this since last season. I think and going into this season... It's not really looking like... I mean, he scored a couple of goals in preseason, which was, you know, I mean, good. we'll go into players in a bit, but then I think with Stone, the, the defense to him, in my opinion, in my, my opinion, is, yes, defenders are supposed to defend first. However, if it's if his coach's preference is to have a defender whose first instinct is to play the ball, be good with the ball to his feet and make the pass, and those are areas that John Stone excels in, to Pep and City, he's exactly the kind of centre back they want. Yeah, the fact is that if if Stones really is able to manage his game the way we all expect him to, he's going to be phenomenal in whatever system that Pep is trying to yep. employ at City. He's a perfect centre back for that kind of system. You understand? It's just unfortunate that it's taking a while to actually happen. You understand? But Stones is still yeah, like you're saying, promising young player has the qualities, just has to find the consistency. That's it. City looking good. So, put you on the spots. Any early picks for the Premier League title? Or are you just going to be like, you know what, hands up in the air? This is just, I don't know. Hmm. We're going to talk about the other teams, right? Yeah, I mean, we are just okay. doing like league okay. overview. All right. So, uh, how am I going to. Oh, wow. It's going to be difficult for me. But. Wow, this is a difficult one. This is a difficult one. I, I, I honestly can't pick now. 
<laughs> so come back to that. So we'll come back. Oh yeah, to we'll the, come back to that. Yeah, so let's we'll come, come back, back to that. Let's come back to that. Awesome. Uh, since we're already on the Premier League, we can start looking at the other teams. Um, a team that has more or less time stood still. Surprising? Not surprising. I mean, Spurs hardly you spend. See, that's the thing, though. Like a lot of people say that Spurs have stood still, but someone has. Uh, some people would also say that Spurs have had a good window. No, I. I think I, I'm not going to buy the argument that holding, keeping a hold of your yeah. players count when. Arguably, all your competitors are, stress have, significant, are strengthening significantly. Exactly. You understand? But then this is what someone said, right? Uh, some people have said that, like, uh, they not, like, for a, a team or club like Spurs, right? Yeah. They have the best players that a club like Spurs can or should have. And again, I mean, Jose made this comment and I kind of agree. See, it, with that, with that, with those thoughts, mm-hmm. I believe no, Conte that made the statement that Spurs have different expectations then. Because if a club like Spurs have this set of players and that's seen as good enough and we're not trying to get more quality players through, it's because expectations are like if these guys don't win the league next season, it's okay because we didn't buy new players yeah. and these are the guys we got. Yeah. Yeah. But for the other teams, namely Chelsea, both Manchester sides, I think Liverpool to some degree, yeah. they are gunning for the league title. Because the Levy did say that, listen, they are not out there. I mean, people were raising concerns about the stadium and they are not spending because of the stadium and things. And he was saying that, look, they are not, they are not, you know, they are not holding off on signings because of the stadium. But they have, they have money to spend. But you understand, they are, they are on the markets looking for players that they feel can add to their squad. But the, but the thing is that they have to, you know, be, wise they have to be they have to do it um you know sensibly they have to do it sensibly which makes which tells you that look they can't go out there and be spending you know some of the crazy money that players are going for these days you understand me and if they are going to and the players that they can spend on you understand the players that they can buy if those players are not are either equal quality to the ones they already have then you know what's the point because Spurs also have French players there that they need to get rid of. They they still have Sissoko there, who they probably are feeling like, listen, let's give him one more season and see how it goes. They have Kudu there. I agree. I agree, cuz. But you see, there's a thing. Again, Spurs is also suffering from what Chelsea is suffering from. A very paper-thin squad. Yeah. yeah. Once the games start coming through, if Kane goes out injured again, what is the other alternative? If Ericsson is out... Apparently, they are giving Janssen one more season. Sure. If Ericsson <laughs> is out... I mean, Lamela didn't have the best of seasons, so I guess yeah. you could argue that he's going to come through and hopefully shine for Mostly them. Mostly because of injuries. Yeah. He was yeah. he was decent before he got injured. No, he was. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, maybe that's one yeah, attacking yeah, yeah. player to complement to their attacking yeah, yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these are all huge gaps. These are all huge maybes. Uh, when, what's his name, Delhi Ali goes out... It's true. Placement. So, so your argument is that you know, like the strengthening, the, the, the strengthening, yeah, like that's it. You they get have, new players in. Yeah, you yeah. Both they don't necessarily have to sign like worldies. You understand? But they also kind of have can, to. I mean, they, yeah, they definitely have to if they want to. Like, ch- if the ambitions are to challenge for the title, yes, they have to. But what they need to do, if at they are, least, if they are okay with yeah. fighting for top four, yeah, if the okay, squad yeah. would have squad a decent do, yeah. go at it. Yeah. If they want to win the title, yeah. This squad works if everybody else messes up. And I don't think the Leicester situation needs to repeat itself again because you have too many managers mm-hmm. who have their backup against the wall, who have invested so much in their squad, who are boards, chairmen, fans, who want wins right now to have that situation happen again. So 
if Spurs want to get title, trophy in, you have to spend that money. It's just that's just yeah, the but reality. Personally, I feel like um, I feel like there's a few players mm-hmm. that Spurs can definitely add to their squad. The stri- you've mentioned the striker situation. Um, I mean, there are even players in the league that they can get on loan. I mean, Chelsea and Batshuayi's situation. He's not getting playtime. You could easily approach. Yeah, my main worry with Spurs is defensively. Honestly, if you take out Vertonghen or all the world, who comes in? But that's the entire Spurs squad. The, entire, the, the Spurs 11 side works. The problem is when one or two of them are injured or suspended or out for an extended period, the team just falters because they're really isn't that ready direct quality placement that's and that's the only reason why I don't see them having a good title not title run I mean I can see them winning games here and there but I don't think they're going to even top 4 I'm hesitant to say they'll get the top no, 4 no definitely top 4 this is going to be more difficult because you know like I said more teams are strengthening Liverpool are looking good yeah I'm, not too, <laughs> I'm never high up on Liverpool man I mean, we could talk about them next after you wrap up your point yeah uh, it's definitely going to be more difficult I don't think that they should and also, if you look at Spurs, I feel like last season, yes, they did play very well. But like, it's the same thing. You know, other teams had significant problems. And yeah, they took that a, also. Yeah, I mean, they played well, but they it was a really bit easier. Well, but yeah, and definitely this season is going to be different. United have strengthened. You know, City have also strengthened. Like, it's Liverpool are strengthening. <laughs> let's 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 talk. Let's talk Liverpool. Now, I mean, I'm not a cooperator by any stretch of the imagination. I do enjoy. The differences personality brings to the whole coaching. Mm-hmm. He, he says personality brings to you know the coaches we watch and view. I enjoy him. That said, I think it has been stated multiple times on different analytics blog, and it has come to the forefront mainstream wise that in terms of how Klopp plays with his team, he wears them out. And the Premier League as well is a, is a very intensely physical league as well. Already Sturridge is out. I'm guessing he's going to be playing for Mino as a number nine. He also went out injury spell last season. They have money. He also went out injury spell. They've already lost Lalana for two months. He's going to come in, come back. Probably get injured again at some point. Dominic Solanke. <laughs> wow. I mean, not to knock, I mean, not to knock the kid. Maybe, yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that how Sterling came through? Yeah, Opportunity exactly, exactly, in the team arose exactly, and he exactly. came in. I and mean, Origi is there too as well, but that's sure, definitely, these are not, I don't think, I don't think that and these they are also, players that... And they also have additional games as well. Yeah. In terms of the title, I honestly feel like, yes, it's going to be a stretch for Liverpool as well, but they are definitely going to be challenging and they are going to be there. Like, it's them and for they are, it's them and Spurs for me for the yeah, yeah. That talk. Actually, nah. It's them, Arsenal, Spurs. I yes, haven't decided yes, who I gets I mean, we'll, Yeah, we'll talk board, about Arsenal. But, but yeah. it's, it's them for me. But in terms of the Liverpool squad, I mean, they did make new signings. They do have Salah, so it does bolster. Salah has looked really good in preseason. It does bolster the attacking options. The hope now is that he doesn't fall victim to the Liverpool breakdown Yeah, or the club effect. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. They still haven't found a but right back, no left back for Milner. They have Robertson. Oh, he's going to take the position for real. For real. <laughs> I just, Robertson I, is decent. I mean, I've watched a few Hall games last season, but and Milner he is still really started. good, like in terms of um, but Milner attacking. Is, but Milner is still starting. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but it looks like yeah, Milner will still start. And then when you, I mean, the closer I look at Liverpool squad again, <laughs> numbers. If Henderson goes out. It's a bit tricky. And honestly, I feel like they have dodgy centre-backs. Like, yeah, the centre-backs are not like... Um, 
similar to yeah there are no center backs that you can say like in Matip every game for sure Lovren, that, yeah, yeah these are guys that you're going to win a title with you and understand the, and the goalkeeper yeah. is dodgy as well yes it's the goalkeeper situation as well is still Mignolet. up in there like you don't know this week you don't know what Mignolet is going to bring or Karius but you know what I'm saying but um, and, and even in their midfield as well if you really look at it like yeah they don't really have they have Kwakan they have Henderson, Chan, Henderson and Wijnaldum and you know like Lalana who is out you know there's a lot of competitions that they are involved in this season like I mean they are going to be involved in the Champions League and things I mean, like I that I guess the kid uh, yeah yeah I mean well <laughs> well but like you said it's definitely a worry for me the one the major worry that Liverpool continue to have is Daniel Sturridge I feel like that's a very interesting one like What's the plan there? You know, do you, are they, should they just like cut their losses and just like focus on getting like a much more, um, a, a replacement that you can really trust? You know what I'm saying? Which would be a shame because Sturridge is actually a very good player. My feeling about the situation is in as much as I feel for Sturridge and his injury situation, I don't think Liverpool have relied on him in the past two seasons. Klopp seems to have moved Firmino up Barely. to play as a, inverted number nine whatever yeah. that system is yeah. but the problem with Liverpool is I mean they're going to be they're going to be is their first couple of the first half of the season they're going to be banging the goals scoring running rampant it's after it's when the fatigue sets in it's when you have a glut of four games in a week or four yeah. games in two three weeks that's true that's when you actually start to feel the effect because you can only go hard for 90 minutes for so hard within a short period of time and that's when they almost always seem to slip up and that's when you're going to start dropping points. I'm going to be like, yeah, kind of expected it. That's true. I mean, um, with storage, are they also like, sometimes you get a, are they also okay with the situation where it's like, okay, he's not available always, but you know, in the off chance that we need him, well, here's we the can thing. have him and he's a quality player. Even if storage was fit, does he really fit into club system? I don't think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. maybe the situation works for them. It works the for way them. It is because it's they like, always yeah. have a reason not to They're, play him. Exactly. They always have a reason not to play I think he'd rather play Origi than play storage. It's true. It's true. So. Yeah, he would rather play. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, mm-hmm. so from the Mercy side, let's swing back. We talked about Arsenal, did we? No. We haven't gotten to Arsenal. Laka. Yet. Alex Lacazette. Does he, you know, I'm just going to say, does he solve it? Is that the the missing piece? Lacazette is my guy, but because of Arsenal, I'm probably going to have to hate on him this season. I'm sorry. Apologies in advance, bro. Oh, man. That's, that's (laughs) not, that's not in good ATW spirits. (laughs) We try to be as objective as we can. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. No. Um, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm just, you know, banter. That's just banter, but Lacazette. So obviously, brilliant player coming from Lyon. And we all know that, you know, the Premier League is definitely like a different ball game. Yep. I've I've watched a couple of his games in preseason. And I will say this. He's like definitely he's definitely a good finisher. He's definitely a good finisher. But he hasn't been, you know, outstanding in preseason. You're talking about his link up play position. Yeah, and you know, that. his 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 link up play with the team, the rest of the team, like I don't think like I've the couple of games that I've watched, he hasn't really imposed himself on the game. Like it's not he's not had the kind of game where you're like, Oh yes, Lacazette is in the game, like he's playing. Lacazette is in this he game. He hasn't taken the game at exactly. the neck. He hasn't yeah. But I mean it could all be just preseason. But you know, what the the clear cut opportunities that he's had, he's finished them, which is you know, which is a good sign. That at the end of the day he still has that. He's a he's a good finisher. So 
greater chances for him and he will finish. But I feel like in the a long Premier League season, there will be moments where you would really need your striker to, you know, that impose magic, himself on the game, you know, change. because yeah. that's why they signed him. Like they signed him because he's he's they they want that striker exactly that yep. individual brilliance, like that striker that can pull something out of nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I'd, I I'm not I'm not sure if you know he's going to be that kind of player for Arsenal this season. And what was especially interesting for me was the fact that Wenger came out and said that. He's Lacazette is probably going to need a couple of months to settle in the <laughs> Premier. And for me, that's always uh, very like that's always when your manager says like yeah when seats, yes exactly excuses early on early on even before a ball is kicked then yeah. you know you have to start asking questions because as a United fan come on we also Mkhitaryan last season we you know what I'm saying so it's like eh, okay that's 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 an interesting one to look at but all in all you know Lacazette could be. Could be a hit in the Premier League. We'll see. Um, Arsenal, the Arsenal squad is so it's still head scratching. I mean, there's a question mark over Sanchez staying or going. Um, this morning I saw a comment from Wenger that said he's going to prioritize the Premier League. So maybe <laughs> Wenger is engaging in mind games in terms of. <laughs> but sir, why did they laugh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, that is some. Honestly, I don't see Arsenal being title challengers just because of the combination of the team they have and the person they have in charge. Maybe Wenger can surprise me or the doubters like myself who don't feel like he has it in him to demand more, to expect more from his squad. I feel like Wenger's, Wenger's plateau to the point where his players know what to expect from him as in they know how much to give. He's not as, he's not there extracting the 110 above and beyond performances that Conte, Pochettino, uh, who again, Jose in the past, and who like these are managers that even Southampton, Coleman. Coleman, yeah, they seem to just get their players uh, in. Wenger hasn't seen, I haven't seen him show that desire, that commitment, or expectation from his players, and that's the only reason why I don't think Arsenal is going to go For me, this is the thing when it comes to Wenger and Arsenal. I feel like if there was going to be a change at Arsenal, you understand, which a lot of people are looking forward to, this, like. I mean, that was the plan. Like, if you're going to sign the two-year contract and stay, then something significantly has to change. And for that significant change to occur, I felt like he was going to have to reinvent himself one way or another. You understand? And Laka doesn't cut it. Laka, and Laka kept them at... It's not just... He kept them on par. Exactly. It's not sense. just signing Lacazette and Colasinac or whoever. It's hey, about... holding coming through as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, you know, like... Us watching Arsenal and seeing that, oh, okay, like, there's something different to this Arsenal team. Like, there's something different. Like, there's a certain level of hunger and desire that, you know. They all have to match Sanchez's intensity. You know that this team, yeah, yeah, this team, they're not going to lose, you know, without a fight. You understand me? And honestly, watching them in preseason, it just felt like I was watching the same Arsenal that we've seen over the years. Like, they look, that like, They've improved the squad with Lacazette and Kolasinac for sure, but as compared to their rivals, I don't think that it's enough for them to go all out and win the league, honestly. So okay. I feel like they needed way more changes than them too. Moving on to the final Premier League team, we're going to pay, pay a close attention to... Uh, actually, no, you have two more, the Manchester side, so we'll just do them side by side. Pep, Jose... Don't sit here, though. Oh, yeah, we have, sorry, we have done City. Yeah, so just United. Just United, yeah. Awesome. Well, 
counter to what you were saying in regards to Lacazette like, needs some time to settle in, you do have Lukaku who has played in the league more or less ready to go. United has signed uh, Matic as well. Again, mm-hmm. good and ready, knows the league, <laughs> good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess United, United fans will, will be forgiven for feeling confident that their team is, you know, raring to go. Pogba now seems to be moved forward. Ter- that's why everybody's been screaming for getting forward, getting closer to the action. Mm-hmm. That's happening. He and the strikers have a very fantastic relationship. Awesome. Perfect. Matic has definitely, you know, brightened things up a little bit more. And like you said, it was all about Pogba. You know, this season is all about getting more from Pogba. How can we maximize the world-class talent that we have? Yeah. You understand me? And that's, that's the whole point. And Matic is definitely going to make that, is going to improve that situation so much more. Give Pogba and Herrera the opportunity to, you know, impose themselves more on the game while he just sits in front of the back four and, you know, short things up. But Lukaku, yes, Lukaku is a great signing. Like you said, ready to go, Premier League experience, young player. You can tell that Mourinho is going for a certain kind, you know, um, kind of player. Like, you know, really physically imposing players. Like, you know, Lukaku is a big man, you understand me? And that's, that's a good sign. Matic is also a big man as well. Lindelof. He's also I, big. Yeah, he's also Six big, plus. but yeah. But, you know, in terms of looking at his preseason performance, like, there have been some question marks. People have been a little bit worried about, you know, the few games that he's played. It's always preseason. Yeah, it's but it's all, yeah, but like his preseason as well. And I feel like with United, there's still, like, for me, the only thing, the only worrying thing about United for me is that there's still a couple of question marks over some players. Like, Mkhitaryan this season, like what, like what are we really going to get? Where's his role specifically? You understand? Is he going to be a winger? Is he going to be like a number ten? You understand? That is still there. Martial, where does he figure into this team? Is he going to be? Is he going to be a starter? Is he going to be like what's he like? Are we from the player himself? Are we going to get a certain degree of consistency from him? You understand me? I feel like if those things are cleared out early, then we can get a true picture of what to really expect from United this season. But from what we have so far, it's definitely going to be better than what we had last season. And let's be real. Last season, we were just, you know, margins away from being the top four. A small margin away from being the top four and then, you know, finishing where we finished with all those ridiculous draws. Uh, Just one thing to add to your comments about the question marks about United squad. There's (laughs) There's also the question mark of Martial and also in defense. The left back situation. situation as well is one that needs to be resolved. That Shaw actually come into his own, or is Jose going to continue to trust Damien? Um, so we are more or less done with the Premier League. Uh, one interesting battle, at least one interesting, yeah, battle I'm looking forward to is going to be the whole Morata versus Lukaku. Like, who got <laughs> the better deal? Given that either player could have been playing for exactly. either United yeah. or Chelsea up at yeah. some point. So it's going to be interesting to see how both players, you know, take to the, take to this new season. Uh, which other team? Which other team? Everton. I mean, yeah. Nah, man. I mean, no offense to Everton, but AC Milan, PSG. We could go a bit in depth with those. So I want to stay in the Premier League. Oh no, no, it's fine. I mean, just uh, yeah, it's fine. AC Milan. Yeah, like we said about them, you know, exciting. It's definitely more of excitement, you know. Like we've 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 watched AC Milan on the decline for some years now, and. I mean, when you look back at, you know, it's the nice Kaka, back. 
Shevchenko era, like, yeah, you know, it's, Lester, yeah, you feel like, you know, come on, Milan has to rise up again, you understand? This, I mean, these players are still young players who I are, mean, who have a lot ahead of them. Fans are all nostalgic and say, AC Milan starts whooping your team's ass, <laughs> and then you get pissed. <laughs> exactly, I know, but, you know, it's still a good place to start with the good, promising young players. Like, they've done, their recruitment has been spot on this summer, honestly. It's been spot on this summer. It'll be inter- but I don't see them challenging for the league, but I definitely see them challenging for a Champions League spot. For I sure. I do see them also definitely. being like one of the exciting teams to pay attention exactly, to when you yeah. see them in yeah. Europe. Definitely yeah, want yeah, to pay yeah, attention yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. All right. So just going to keep hopping around teams. Uh, we spoke about our Real Madrid earlier on. Do we fancy them getting a three-peat? That's never been done before. Champions League, can they retain it a third time? I wouldn't put it past them, but it's definitely going to be difficult. Madrid situation is kind of interesting. I mean, there's been question, not, there's been where that bail is being, is yeah, bail is expendable. Yeah, I feel like we should talk about the, to the, make way for you know, the, the little bits of drama going on, you know, at different clubs, like the bail situation, for example, like what's really going on there? Is he really going to leave? Does he want to leave or is the club pushing him out? You understand? I think with my opinion is if the money comes, they would, they would they have they would sell him and get him. I feel like the money has been coming, isn't it? Well, the rumored team has only been United. Yeah, and aren't United still interested in getting him? I think it's between Bill and Griezmann, no? Yeah. And no offense to Bill, as fantastic a talent as he is, would he want to play second support striker role to Lukaku? I think Bill seems to be angling for a Ronaldo-like career, where he is moving closer and closer to the center you know, center forward position. But Lukaku doesn't challenge him for that then. Lukaku is going to be the out and out number nine, isn't it? Yeah, but then that's where Bill will want to be. Will Bill will want to be playing behind as a support striker. I think Bill wants to be the man in front. Oh, so Bill wants to be a striker now? I think so. <laughs> no, I, I feel I feel like, I oh, mean, man. I'm just taking account the number of injuries he's had. Yeah. His pace is probably going to decline at some point. He's still a damn good finisher. He's good at passing. He can still hit the ball. He still has qualities that makes him a very good number nine. Not mm-hmm. Ronaldo levels number nine, but not a bad one either. So if I had it, if and my, he does play that role for Wales anyway. Exactly. So. If any my team got built in, that would be his eventual position in, in the next five years. And if you have a Lukaku who's a young player, you are expecting him to grow into one of the best forwards ever. So if you are getting built in, who plays that position? Just get Griezmann in. He's yeah, okay yeah, being yeah, wide yeah, support would, striker. I, would, I love Bill. Bill is one of my favorites. I mean, my friends know that I really love Bill, but I would I would honestly prefer Griezmann, like because yeah, I feel like for the role that we are getting the player for, I feel like Griezmann is the more like the one who would suit what we are trying to do at United. You understand? Yeah. I feel like he would be the one who. I mean, if we get Bill, I totally don't have a problem with that. But Griezmann is the one that I feel like we should just be patient for. Yeah, and I mean, get. not to knock on Bill, it's not his fault he gets injured, but then I'm sure fans would rather like oh, to yeah, have a player yeah, with yeah. a solid yeah, yeah, yeah. physical injury coming in. It's just in. unfortunate, that's it. And I think with Real, they have no problem in keeping Bill. When he's fit and he comes in, he gives them another option. That's true. That teams have to contend with, try to figure that's out a plan true. for. Yeah. And, he's, and he's helped them win things. It's not as if he's been absolutely terrible at Real. Yeah. He's just had a bad injury spell. That's yeah. just it. I mean, real fans are unforgiving, but yeah, it is what it is. But for me, another um, issue, you know, that might, you know, arise is, I was talking to you about this a few days ago, is a PSG, Cavani. Like, what's his role now? You understand? Does Cavani 
shift to the <laughs> sit left down, flank. Sit down and take your picture. <laughs> which <man>. he hates. <laughs> he hates playing on the left flank. But with Neymar coming in, he's definitely going to be want to be the main forward. You understand? Neymar he's definitely is the main to, forward. <laughs> <laughs> Neymar is the main forward. So Cavani is going to go to the is, is going to have to take um is going to have to take either flank right or left and he hates playing on the flank and there's also Draxler as well which wow I mean PSG's forward line is crazy man it's, it's going insane, to be crazy it's insane and there's Di Maria there's, there's, yeah, there's Mora Di Maria, there's Lucas Mora there's Pastore well. there's, yeah. there's going to be a whole lot of unhappy people in PSG yeah yeah so that's that's going to be an interesting one Um I guess um PSG will play this weekend and we'll see I mean well Neymar can't play yet because of you know the Barca shenanigans. Yeah, Barca shenanigans with documents and all that. But next week we'll see how PSG line up. That should be an interesting one. Do you think that Sanchez is leaving though? Like, do you think that? Yeah, I mean, he's training and all that. Wenger said he's going to if stay. Sanchez, I'll leave. Yeah, if you were him. But do you think he'll leave? Do you think that situation is still open? Like, it's still up in there. I think he should leave. Objectively, not even to piss off us, not even to piss off Arsenal fans, but. Arsenal, well, Sanchez is a player. He's probably looking at trophies he can win. I mean, there's a Carling Cup, there's a FA Cup, but let's be realistic. It's a league title and the Champions League. These are the big ones that players want to add to their CVs. Can I do that with Arsenal? The league title is far more competitive in England than it is in, you know, France. If I go to PSG, that's more, that's a sure a banker title yeah, win as you can. Back, yeah. So he has that. Advancing in Champions League. Arsenal have almost seems chance. to you have, They are not even playing the Champions yeah. League this season. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. Exactly that right there. <laughs> take PSG, take the money, you get paid more. Again, PSG has a damn good squad. When you look at European teams that rank highly, I mean, from me personally, I'd rate the two uh, Spanish sides, Real, Barca, Juve, Bayern. That's it. Yeah. Then PSG. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, the English side still have a lot of reworking to do to prove that they merit being above PSG. But in my opinion, the PSG side is nothing to score for. Defense, they are dope. Midfield, they have a right. They have damn good players. You do that at your own peril. But, <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, Sanchez, man, if you are listening, move. <laughs> Seriously. What's the holdout? Yeah, but um, we... I just realized that we, did, we didn't really talk about the German league, but... Um, oh, man, we really... That's the oversight yeah, right there. Yeah, um... Bayern, Bayern have had a shocking preseason. They yeah. didn't score a single goal in their own tournament. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, eh. I, know, like, I was talking to one of my friends and he was like, yo, I, I said this very thing to him. He was like, yeah, but yeah, let the season begin. Like, yeah. let's, let's, let's kick off right now and see if they don't destroy you. Yeah, I think they'll just <laughs> when they get the opportunity, on. you know. It's yeah, kind of yeah, opposite yeah. to Arsenal that win their own tournament. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the players' body language after the final, the, after their final game in the Audi Cup, I mean, they were relaxed. They they were just, you know... They were home. They were having fun with it. They were having fun with it, you know. The fans booed, though. But, I mean, for them, it was like, listen, yeah, we know what we are doing. This is a preseason tournament. It's The main objective is preparation for the for the season. You not to pace yourself. They wouldn't really care if Bayern, you know, start the, the season and, you know, win the league. And I think the reason why Bayern, hey, the German league, Bundesliga, slipped our mind was even as much as Red Bull was a dominant force last season. Uh, RB Leipzig. Leipzig, yeah. I think we kind of all feel like it's Bayern's league again. <laughs> so it's going to be Bayern's league. Come on, let's yeah. be real. And um, Dortmund, who are like um, one of the teams that everybody looks to challenge Bayern, I honestly feel that they really need to be... I don't know what it is with Dortmund, man. Like, 
factor what it is, they haven't had a group of players stay long enough to form a cohesive team cohesive, to challenge. Exactly, because I mean, even there's question marks now about Bamiyang, Emus, and Dembele. Even, I'm surprised, more got some attention, but I guess yeah, it's been quiet enough. I, there were even rumors that he's looking to, like Milan are trying to sign him or sign no, him, something like that. That's, so, that's been Dortmund's unfortunate yeah, but They almost always, always seem to have their players, yeah. but then they just never stay long around. They never stay long. They never stay around long enough. That took a while. <laughs> to compete against Bayern. Yeah, I think Aubameyang is most likely going to stay put. But it's a Man, shame. That guy seemed like he was moving I know, everywhere. Right? Yeah, he, everywhere, he everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> but then, for me, another worrying thing about Dortmund is Marco Royce. I just, he's one of the most unfortunate players. So sad. Fantastic so sad. talent. Brilliant just player. can't, just can't walk away from injuries, man. Like, uh, he's such a super player. And they have some players player. that just... I won't, I won't name names and say they are shit, but there's some professional <laughs> players <laughs> who are always fit. Who are always fit. And it's like, they're my always God. fit. <laughs> what the hell are they? So, they oh, are man. always fit. Oh, Charlie. He's I down, mean, it's, 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 it's so sad, man. He's down football. This down football gods. It's so sad, but yeah, if, yeah, I don't know. Right, but let's answer but, the question we promised. Premier League. Who do you think is going to win it? Huh. We discussed. We, you scatter around the issue. You look at the squads. You look at the teams. You look at the managers. Okay, okay. So this is just this, this is a hot take, isn't it? <laughs> it is a hot take. Okay, so um, team to win the league this year. Wow. Honestly, I think it's between three teams. Okay. I'm, I'll, I'll go. I'll narrow it down. Chelsea, City, and United. Okay. That's so, right. Yeah, Chelsea, City, and United between those three teams. The winner is going to come from them. But ultimately, for the sake of this, I'm going to pick one of them. Obviously, I'm trying to buy time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, wow. I'm just going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with City. I'm going to go with City. I think I'm going to go with City as well. My, my reason is not... I really have no scientific evidence or basis for this. Yeah. But it's just... One thing that one thing that kind of frustrates me with the Premier League, given that it's a league I watch the most mainly, is that the last two seasons you notice that Leicester came with a throwback four four two. Yeah, it took the entire league a full season to figure out what to do with a new formation change, which is just so weird. I think mm-hmm. the Premier League is bad when it comes to adapting to new shifts in formation. Conte came last season and then he brought back three at the back. And again, for whatever reason, it took people a long while to figure out how to just defend and play against it. No, I feel like with that formation, right, it's just people just, they they didn't have incentive to really do it because Van Gaal tried, don't forget, he tried that before Conte came. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying they're doing it, but I'm just saying the league as a whole. Okay. When a team comes and pioneers a new formation, bear in mind, most teams try out new formation at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. But for the past... It took a while for people to get behind that. At least for the past two seasons, that's my data point, the past two seasons, the teams that have won played different formations to the rest of the league and it seems that their opposition, the rest of the teams, just didn't know how to defend against that or probably didn't care enough to figure out the counter. Mm-hmm. So, and I think City is the team best place in terms of their assets and how Pep likes to play. That's going to play something different than most I teams agree. I feel are like, going yeah, to Of expect. all the teams, Pep's, Pep's team is the one where you can really move things around. Yeah. Like, you can really try a lot of different things, which is what he's been building since he came. And you for that reason, that's yeah, why that I think he has, he has the to edge. To approach games differently and all that. If you look at all the squads, City has that. 
to some degree, United has that as well. I think United are yeah, a bit I limited think United when it comes to the main forward option. Unless Lukaku can be benched for certain games. United have United have a lot of forward options, man. No, they do, but I'm saying in terms of City, it could be Aguero. Yeah, okay, yeah, I mean Calibar. You're talking about Calibar, okay. Not even just Calibar, as in that front line is more fluid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. City, yeah, yeah. City, City front line is definitely exactly. flow more fluid than United because ours is still trying to figure it out because even we don't, we are not sure if he's actually, where Jose is going to play Lukaku with Rashford. Lukaku is the only or, set, set yeah. option. Yes, Lukaku is the only set exactly. option. Yeah, there's still a lot to figure out there. But City are definitely the team in the best position. I just, I look at their squad and it's just, it's their front line especially, my goodness, it's if, so if, much. If, 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 I mean, again, it's surprising, but they didn't win anything last season. Yeah, so that was surprising. pretty shocking, man. beating them up over there. But yeah. they really should. City should really make noise, more than noise this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Chelsea are definitely going to give a hard challenge. Like, Chelsea could also win this. Like, come on, they, they, are, they still have a really good squad. And they've strengthened significantly as well. Bakayoko, Rudiger, really good defender. And I mean, Morata, if, come on, if he figures things out, could be huge. Has a talent for it. Yeah, him. he definitely has a talent for it. Chelsea have depth. Like, I feel like they have, they have a good squad. Uh, I disagree with the depth part, but I think they have a good squad. They have a good 15. They have a, they have a good, like, 13 man squad. But then after that, I think it tails off. Um, it's tails off. But, uh, okay. So one thing I'm, I'm also going to call, um, City out on this. City and Pep out on this before we bring the City, down. Yes, before we bring the curtains down. City have, I mean, City went a long way to really make the academy, football academy, you know, a very impressive one. Like, if, if you come to England, like one of the most impressive academies in the, in the country, City have that, you know, the facilities and everything. But then you find that this is a, a team that has no place for, for their youngsters. You're talking about the Inhinacho? I mean, Inhinacho is left. Inhinacho left because there's no opportunity for youngsters at the club. So what was the point of going through all of that? You understand me? To and especially, <laughs> And especially for a manager who in the past has said that, you know, um, why why would you spend so much money on, 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 on players when you can, you know, invest in your youth? The asterisk there was that he was one of the best academies <laughs> that's what he had I get that. him yeah. I get that but I feel like he said that with the mindset that listen like that is a belief you understand that is something mm-hmm. I believe in that is something <laughs> that you know yeah as a manager I'm going to live by you I hear you I hear you yeah that. and then now all of a sudden I mean yeah the Premier League can do that to you that one there the Premier League can definitely it's not even the Premier League do that I to think you, it's unfair to force Pep to stay to hold him to where he's. Oh, said. I'm definitely not going to hold it. We all yeah. live and learn. You understand? Yeah. We live and learn. So yeah, it is what different it is, realities. Yeah, but different I mean, realities. If yeah. anybody honestly thought City weren't going to be spending their way to a trophy, they must have really been <laughs> sipping something else. That's all they've been doing so far. Yeah, that's all. They've been and doing that's so far. one of yeah. the, the the brutal fact is spending your way towards buying a good team is what works right now. Yeah. In as much as we are praising the spare side for getting a good team out, going up and running. They've hit a roadblock. Yeah. Unless they invest massively in players, which are True. always going to be gambles, they won't go over that next hurdle. And the longer they wait in their position, their players just get picked off. Yeah, not sure. You have to spend your way through it. That's yeah. that's that's just a harsh reality yeah. of football. The now. future of football is such that you can't get around spending money. Simple as. Maybe every ten years we'll have a random Leicester event. But <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um. So wrapping up, I mean, 
this past <laughs> this transfer season has seen the ACW team be, being surprised, disappointed, and get by player reveal videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I know where we're going. And with I think this I mean video. I feel like every time we we said um the Chelsea one was a bit annoying. Hey, Rudiger. Rudiger was, Seriously? A bit, was a bit annoying. <laughs> and then Southampton made oh, everything man. a bit fun with their Yeah, that was actually a good one. Exactly. Yeah, it was like, oh, we all one. we all joked and laughed about it. This is a pretty bad one. And then Beshitas came to comes, <laughs> My goodness, comes like come on, man. Like, phone call. Everyone like we've all moved on. Like we've all seen our mis- people's mistakes, laughed about them. And now everybody has been advised. Oh man, to describe the video, who was the first person who called uh, Pepe? Pepe. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Quaresma. Yeah, that was Quaresma. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the video for those who haven't seen it was, I think Quaresma was in it on t-shirt or Lacoste. T-shirt, t-shirt. He was in the best. No, he was in the best. jersey, right? And yeah. then he called Pepe, who was in the Lacoste, playing yeah. white. Yeah. And then Pepe picked up the form and said, did he come to Besiktas? Yeah, he was like, Pepe, come to Besiktas. And then some weird music. Like, and then they, they made it, they turned into a comic or something. And then, yeah. And yeah, then Pepe. Filter, comic filter. Comic filter. And then the, the next scene, Pepe is in the Besiktas jersey. And then he's calling, <laughs> what? Charisma. He was like, hello, Charisma. I'm coming to Besiktas. And then they they, they put in the comic, <laughs> the comic filter again with, oh, the, with the bizarre music in the background. And then next up, Pepe calls Ne Alvaro Negredo. Negredo was like, "Hey, Negredo, come to Besiktas." <laughs> and then, wow, that was just super weird, man. I I hope Besiktas sticks to this. <laughs> so in the next five years, you have like a ten minutes long YouTube video of players just of comics, calling. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have happen. a really good football comic right there. Oh yeah. man, um, so with that. Besiktas nonsense we bring in this show to one because it really was nonsense I mean it's just like what the hell is going on it really felt like Pepe was in some yeah. runners like hey guys to, you know what we honest, should do to be honest I was kind of afraid when, when PSG were about to name name I was like yo guys please don't mess this up they this kept is it, one of this is one, to them, yeah. they kept it classy classy kept it That's super solid. classy yes. super classy again player simple straightforward player reveals should just be we signed the yeah, player I was this like, is him guys please this is going to be one of the biggest transfers Ooh, in history we almost didn't talk about this Seto would have killed us for this uh, when the PSG was unveiling Neymar they, they, they trotted out the stats the player with the most oh, dribbles most dribbles wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but uh, I feel like the PSG PR department was like oh shit we unveiling Neymar we need to say he's a best or something Goals? Nah, that's probably Ronaldo or Messi or Suarez. <laughs> Shit. Uh, free kick somebody else. You know what? What does Neymar, what is Neymar number one in? Samba soccer. Dribble. <laughs> they couldn't put that as a stat. So, but yeah, Samba soccer. So, dribbles. dribbles. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Just presents Neymar. We all know he's good. I know, right? I know. I Most know, dribbles. I know. So that's really what you're going to do. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was a weird one. But yeah. Oh, but. Man. The players also have a selling point. Most freaking so. dribbles. Most yeah. correct things, man. Alice, that's going to be <laughs> <laughs> just to showcase that. But I mean, other than that, I think PSG did have a classy unveiling. Yeah, it was classy. And honestly, I think, I think Pogba's is hard to beat. Oh, yeah, come of, on. I mean, I feel like Pogba's is still up there as one of the best. Just, I yeah. mean, kind of held all the sentiment in terms of Pogba coming back, yeah, Stormzy, yeah. everything just felt like... Music video and all that. My it, goodness, felt, it felt cohesive. In as much as it might have been annoying for non-United fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, just clubs, anyone listening, just stick to, we signed this player, have him yeah, post the jersey, sign, 
statement. That's perfect. We don't need all these. Enough of this, man. Yeah, I mean, maybe PR teams are bored and just need to start ending their wages <laughs> and giving them something. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's also the social media age. Come on. So, yeah, trying you know, to get something yeah, viral. Trying to get things interesting, make things interesting. Oh, my God. So, this so. means it's going to get worse, huh? Yeah, I mean, football accounts troll each other every now and then. Oh, so, yeah. PSG posting. I mean, the buying for their Twitter account is really good at that, to be honest. Whenever I meet yeah, Arsenal and all of that. <laughs> the German, the German <laughs> team. Yeah, they really go. do well. Like, yeah, they're funny. It. They're funny. Like, yeah, it's good. And PSG posting a writer's picture after getting him. I was a bit of a... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. That was really funny, man. Like, that was really cheeky, though. Like, I actually, actually, me, actually do welcome. I welcome football sides being a bit more funny because at yeah. least in the NBA, they troll Blazers accounts and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they tend to have much more fun on social yeah. media. So yeah. I mean, if you're following a team's account, might as well just crack some jokes exactly. and make everybody laugh. That's true. Like we mentioned earlier, this is our big 2.0 episode 20. As always on ATW as a GCR show, we do five episodes and we take a one week break. So next week, we're going to have nothing, but we return in two weeks with episode 21. Um, make sure to check out our past episodes on our website after the whistle uh, or just go to the gocosreport.com click on podcast click on our images uh, we are on iTunes Apple Podcasts we are on Stitcher we are on Acast we are everywhere so just type after the whistle you see our logo it's a yellow yellow background green text GCR logo top right yeah. click on that shit subscribe like us rate us leave us reviews let us know what you want us to talk about. So for those of you in Accra, NetCon is happening from the 21st yeah, to the 23rd. NetCon, NetCon. And it's definitely going to be fun. We had them over episode 19. They talked about it a bit in depth. You can go back, check that out. But definitely it's going to be what gamers are going to be over there. Yeah. They're going to have game files. For those of you who need game files, you need downloading. They're going to have serious panel discussion talking about the gaming industry as a whole. There's also going to be artwork comic for comic enthusiasts for you to come and buy graphic designers and there's also going to be cosplay which i'm personally interested in to just go see what the Ghanaian <laughs> cosplay yeah. community is looking like so and there's also cash prizes a fifa game tournament I mean, as well like there's basically so much to look just forward go to. so yeah. much to look forward to man. i mean we can't plug the day after party because it's happening now but yeah. y'all should definitely check out yeah uh the netcon event i'll uh, we'll put the details in our episode description uh, it's been an awesome episode. Moose, we miss you. We hope you come through some point soon. Episode I don't really miss him, to be honest. I kind of miss Moose. <laughs> I kind of miss Moose. Hope we see you soon. Have a good one. V just walked in. Heavy. Heavy. ATW shout out. <laughs> oh, man. For myself and Donald, it's been great having you guys. See you guys. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Next ATW, time, yeah. Dominate, the <laughs> dominate the conversation. the conversation. Have a good one, guys. Oh, almost forgot our socials. Find us on GCR ATW, Instagram, The Gold Coast Report. Yeah. And can send and emails, uh, you can send us emails as well. Yeah. Email after yeah. the whistle at thegoldcoastreport.com. Yeah. yeah. Really Episode great. 20, guys. We, we get in there. <laughs> See you guys next week. See you guys. Neymar, Busquets. Neymar, ataque de nuevo. El futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Has won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry. One on one. Irving puts it up. It's good.